I'm Matt Hartman, and this is TLDR Daily. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How do we know each other? We are friends. Uh, I'd like to think we're friends. You're also an investor in my company, so maybe maybe we're not friends. Maybe we're just colleagues or... Um, I don't know, business associates. I don't, I don't know. I think of you as a friend. I think he's a friend too. Mike. Thank you. <laughs> what do you do? I'm the co-founder and CEO of Anchor. What are you reading? So last night I read an article called What's Next for Podcasting. It was an article written uh, in TechCrunch by a guy named Eric Peckham. And it's basically about the state of the podcasting industry. Really, really great thorough, comprehensive piece. What was surprising or interesting about it? I found this piece uh, surprising because it was extremely thorough uh, in all of the different possibilities of where this space might be going that I don't think a lot of people are thinking or talking about. Um, but this guy, Eric, did, he must have done extensive research because uh, he was able to, to gather all of the different theories and speak to how they play off each other and what needs to happen for them to be true. And um, I just like this article will become, I feel like the definitive guide for um, what might happen in this space over the next few years. What is the future of podcasting according to him? Or is this such a broad overview or are there, one, are there, are there elements of the future that you hadn't thought about? Or uh, I, I did read this article also, I, I skimmed it briefly. Mm -hmm. I, the thing that came across to me was how extensive it was. Very extensive. I don't think he necessarily, I mean, he look, he makes some guesses as to what might happen. Um, I don't think he really says this will happen versus that will happen, but he does outline the different possibilities, uh, like podcasting, looking more like Hollywood uh, than like talk radio in the future. He talks a lot about how it could go the way of subscription as it has done in China. Um, and for those listening, China um, is, a, is a much bigger podcasting market uh, than the US right now in terms of uh, dollars, it's but it's but it's largely largely driven by subscription. Um, we're talking about in the billions, in the single uh, digit billions, uh, versus in the U.S. It's driven by advertising, and it's still in the low uh, hundreds of millions, which is small. So monetization for sure. Um, anything about user behaviors, or is the user behaviors really on the monetization side? Definitely a bit about user behaviors, um, definitely about how premium content, you know, really top tier, highly produced shows have sort of thrust the medium uh, into the mainstream. Uh, but he really talks about how there's so much more room for growth. Um, and he's right. You know, uh, we're, t we're talking about still a pretty small percentage of Americans listening to podcasts uh, right now. And a lot of that probably has to do in the point he makes, which I agree with, is that um, it's probably because most of the content out there that has gained popularity appeals to a limited number of people. There isn't a really diverse set of content uh, in podcasting yet. That's one thing that I've heard from people is they're trying to make more podcasts that appeal to more broad audiences than the set of people. And you can cut demographics up a million different ways, but uh, to the set of people who are currently getting advertised to. Right, right. And one of the big things I think that's really interesting when, you know, when the article and also people in general make the comparison to what's going on in China and how uh, the way of podcasting in the U.S. could become driven by subscriptions is the top creators are not incentivized to do that yet. The top creators who are driving the bulk of the listenership are making a lot of money. 
Um, they're making a lot of money in minimum guarantees for their podcast. They're making a lot of money with things like touring and merchandise. And uh, th- those business models, all of them, the advertising, the, the touring, the merch, they're all, they all rely on massive audiences. And if you go the way of subscription, you're naturally limiting the size of your audience. There's money to be made, right, for the people that are willing to pay for the subscription. Um, but they're making more money right now through sheer volume of listenership. Any other highlights from the article you want to share? I thought it was cool uh, for him to acknowledge that the big losers here right now at this given moment in time are the independent creators who are not cracking something like 50,000 downloads per episode, uh, which is generally the threshold you need to attract the attention of a big podcast network um, and start getting your podcast sold for advertising. The point he makes is that it's really, really hard for these people to monetize and, uh, and there needs to be a solution to get them to monetize. Um, which makes me very excited, uh, given that uh, you know I'm working at a company that is trying to uh, democratize podcasting for the masses. Well, thanks so much for joining me, Mike. Thank you. I mean, I could have said a lot more, but I figure you want to keep it short. Thanks for listening to TLDR Daily. I'll link the article in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Hartman. See you tomorrow morning.